Yo, halfway through the year already. Are we? Yeah. Oh, cool. Should get the old microphone move there. Yeah. yeah. How fast has it gone this year so far? It's well, I didn't even know it was halfway through a year to be honest. So yeah, it's gone quick, isn't it? Yeah. Always says though, doesn't it? You know, you, it comes to Christmas and then it seems like two months and it's Christmas again. I know. Yeah. Someone said the other day, twenty-seven Mondays till Christmas. Well, that's just saying twenty-seven weeks, really, isn't it? Yeah. So that's yeah. Most of the says yeah. It's just it's just it's just twenty seven weeks. Yeah. Why why Monday though? Is it because it was done on a Monday or because I think it just sounds closer, doesn't it? I don't fucking know. It's It's fucking silly, isn't it? Yeah. How you how you doing anyway? I'm um all right. Good. I'm a beer in. Nice. One single beer in. You sure you don't want one? No, no, not at the minute. Not at the minute. I might have one in a bit. Might get reckless in a bit when we start talking. (laughs) Hello to Holly Orton, Owen Headley, Eric Welch. Ryan Thomas Rawcliffe and Cheryl Morgan. And shout out to Big Dave Hale and Luke. I'm going to bring your stickers in on Tuesday, Dave. I was going to bring him in last night, but um, I got waylaid in uh, serial killer research. Nice. And um, oh yeah, Gretel, Gretel on Instagram, not Hansel. Um, called you, thought your name was Dan. My name is Dan. 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 <laughs> That's fine. You can call me whatever you like. So we've, uh, yeah, man, um, we've got some more stickers. Tom and Dan, Tom the and new Dan. presenter. Hi, my name's Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Dan, and I'm from, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm here to tell you the story of my life. So we've, uh, we've got some more stickers, and um, I need to post them out to people. Um, I haven't got around to doing it yet. I think Sam's got some stickers on the way. So's Dave. So's Ben. Uh, the Sniper Roo stickers are going like, oh, bullets. See what I did there? Yeah. I saw, like oh, snipers, no. bullets, yes, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and Aliki's been spreading the word, uh, she's been telling the mates, so some stickers are coming to her as well. Good. And we've got to wish Maria happy birthday. Oh yeah, that's um, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. How happy old birthday? is she now? Uh, I don't know, 30, 40, 49, 50, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know, 49, 39. Something like that, isn't it? 39. Too old. 49, 59. Add it. 60. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> do, do. Yeah. Did you speak to the old man yesterday in text? Um, possibly. Why? Because he sent me a message uh, about six o'clock in the evening. You know, it was a summer solstice yesterday, so it's the longest day. Right, yeah. Oh, they say it's the longest day, but it's it's 24 hours like the rest of the fuckers. Yeah. It's just that it's the longest period. Of sun. Yeah, 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 in the Northern Hemisphere. And um, our old man, he always goes on the... Uh, on the piss proper, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. On the summer, st- it doesn't matter whether that lands on a sc- on a school night or what. No. He's out all night till. <laughs> well, it's not even dawn. He just keeps going like a like a warrior. Yeah. And he sent me a message saying, um, "I won't say his name, but let's call him Steve." He said, uh, "Steve's come round to spend the night because of the uh, the solstice." And uh, he said, uh, "He's bought a Bentley." Oh right. He's got a bit. Of, he's got a bit of cash as a. Uh, as as old Steve, and um, not only did he buy a Bentley, it was Tony Iommi's Bentley. How <laughs> is it? As, as in fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. As in Black the Sabbath, guitarist yeah. from Black Sabbath's Bentley. I was like, no fucking way. Cool man. So I went around and took. Uh, well, I drove past and took some pictures of it. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it? pretty cool. Yeah. I reckon it probably cost more to buy Tony Iommi's Bentley. <laughs> yeah, than, yeah. Than a new one. It will be when he's dead soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking, come on, own. hold on, man. Hold yeah. on. Black fucking Sabbath, man. Yeah. It's better than Mumford and Sons, isn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine if you had... If he said, oh, yeah, um, a thieves come round and he's got um, 
some geezer from Mumford and Sons Bentley, you'd be like, why? I'd be like, it matter. That could be Dave from down the road for all I care. I fucking hate Mumford and Sons. Yeah. With the with the fucking um, banjo or whatever it is they keep playing yeah. and trying to... Yeah, a bit shit, aren't they? You know, like... Um, I think the first album was okay, but then every, every one after that, like the single songs... It's just the same, you know what I mean? It's like it's like status quo, isn't it? You know what I mean? Whatever you want. Da, 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 da. You don't know what song it's going to be. It starts off like... Da, 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 or da, 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 da. And you just know <laughs> it's going to be one of 50. You, you know you see like on Facebook when it's somebody... Some, like everyone's got... Everyone knows like a mother or somebody on Facebook. It was like a friend who's had a kid. And they keep putting pictures and videos of their child on as if you give a fuck because you don't. You don't want them on the fucking timeline, but they're there anyway. Yeah. Well, you know when they do, like, when they're one years old, they do, like, montage videos from when they were born and they're covered in, like, you know, fanny fluids and then it'll show them, like, you know, running through the... Like, walk. here's the first step and then, you know, here's Grandad wiping their ass or something for the first time and <laughs> yeah, yeah. here's them on their first birthday blowing out the candle. That's what Mumford and... That's the music that goes over that. Mumford and Sons, isn't it? The stupid montage videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it fucking that's, is. Yeah, it's, it's a montage album. Yeah. That's what they should call it. Have you got any videos you want to put in? We'll just put our music yeah, over we'll the back of it. Just put some fucking all. shit kid stuff on it. That's <laughs> all your music's good for. Nice. That's that's kind of good and proper. That has got me thinking about Tony. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah, you listen to it. Hopefully, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? They'd be like, "What? What?" <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was thinking about Tony Tony Iommi's um, Bentley again earlier on today, and I thought, why did he fucking sell that? You would have thought he'd just like fire it out of a cannon, at a, like a wall or something. Man, I don't know. Maybe he's. he's Really good with money, <laughs> maybe. Well, I think he's probably doing. He's not like an Aussie Osborne. He's probably well, he probably is, but he isn't. As in, like he probably actually goes, "I want to get some money for this," or maybe he's skint. Uh, no, <laughs> that's fucking impossible. Yeah, Unless he's done some serious hardcore drugs to be to get through that amount of money. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. But you know, if you hang around in Vossi, there's a chance. Do you know what that rock is? I'm holding a stone with like a little rock in my hand here. Um, I beg your pardon. Did you see the? Uh, <laughs> did you, you didn't see the Facebook video I put on? Did you? I saw about two seconds of it, and it was only on for nine minutes. So I thought, fuck this. No, it was basically. a tour. It was a tour of a castle, like yeah, a twelfth no, century tell. ruined castle. And I've got, a st- I got a, like part of a, of a an English castle in my hand here. Nice. Um, so uh, I'm gonna give it away to someone. Oh, nice, cool. So if you send me like an imaginative selfie. You can get a piece of a uh, 12th century castle. How's that for a deal? Or a stone. Or, yeah, just a random rock <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More importantly, where is Paul Sparrow? I don't know. Have you heard from him for a while? Paul Sparrow, where are you? You've vanished. Has he disappeared into oblivion? Get in touch. Yeah. Is, he, um, is, is, he, is he tweeting still and all that? No. Is he dead? I fucking hope not. It might be. Could <laughs> literally be dead. <laughs> yeah, because uh, all, all I know from him is basically he tweets a lot. Mm, not anymore. Gone no, quiet. Him. Silent. He's gone. Scary bad. Oh dear. So uh, let's get through some shit Mate. we need to go through here. Uh, Patreon. Yeah, give us money. Yeah, give us your money. Patreon.com, Robots Rise podcast. And our t shirt shop now is up and running. Nice. Um, if you're going to order something from there, if you want something on that t shirt shop and it's not, and we have, and it's not there, like, um, Speak to speak to us before like drop us a DM or something because it's like they give it us for free basically they host our like designs on the website for nothing can we take like I think it's the price of like nineteen quid for a t shirt but we like get two quid out of it so it's it's literally nothing it's just so you guys can get t shirts but if you want something that's not on there like a hoodie or a fucking jumper or something or you want another color 
before you order, give us a call and we'll um we'll uh, you know we'll put one on for you and we'll, like literally call the the t-shirt your name so you can pick what you want yeah. because you can only put on fifteen specific designs. Right. Okay. And that might not cater for everybody. So okay. now you know. Um, and yeah, get us at fucking Robots for Eyes at Facebook and Instagram and all yeah, that. Um, She's Newsbees. Yeah, Robots for Eyes at Gmail dot com. All that kind of stuff. And also, fucking Rob, you yeah. haven't your Twitter, your um, social media presence is terrible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So everybody, get at Rob at Rob Robots for Eyes on Instagram. <laughs> you found my name. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what it is myself. You've so. got one picture, and it's a glass of gin. He's also at uh, at Robots uh, Robert Robots Fries on Twitter as well. So just bombard him if you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drag him into I, the. Uh, I may look at it. I don't know. You we'll will see. if you keep getting notifications. You will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we um we might as well wrap up our little intro now and uh, talk about some fucking really delightful stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some not a nice fella. Yeah, a, a fucking cracking guy. A guy. If you were a girl and you had him as a boyfriend, you'd definitely take him home to he's meet He's a keeper. Parents. Yeah, he's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, cool. He's a keeper of parts. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's right. do the episode in a bit. Podcast etiquette. Yeah. You know us. Yeah. yeah. We're live. Don't say fuck or bugger. Yeah. Never. So, so this is part two of uh, that filthy fucker, Andre Chikatilo. Nice. He sounds like a footballer. He does, doesn't he? Actually? Yeah, he sounds like a Mexican footballer. Or like a Andre motor. Andre Chikatilo. Yeah. <laughs> goal, 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 goal. I see, dude. <laughs> they like that, don't they? They go a bit the mental. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so he's a footballer now, apparently. Yeah, yeah, footballer and complete office head crazy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is part two. So obviously, part one becomes comes before part two. So listen to that, man. I found this one quite hard to research. Why? Because it was just violent, or because it was like so much. Well, the, well, that's it. Yeah, the, I'm look next week. We're gonna do. Fuck! I'm gonna get away from serial killers. It's Two weeks of it's hard. I'm going to do something on butterflies or... Do you know what? I was just about to say, ants then. Ants will do. Yeah, I've, got the life of weird, ants. I've got some weird thing of ants recently. The life of ants coming next week. There was, there was one on my um, phone today while I was sitting in my in me van. It's boiling hot. And there was just an ant walking along my phone. And I was there for about, literally about 10... I must have looked like a white psychopath because I was just looking at this ant walk around my phone. I was going, I wonder what he's trying to do, what he's trying to find. He's trying to find there. his way home. He's just going. He's just going. Fuck! I'm lost. He's completely lost. He's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even get back. Yeah. Well, I flicked him off. Whoop. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, and right on the bean. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I found it hard. Not because like there's an absence of information. There's just so so much. I mean, 56 people killed is um. There's so much information. I found myself going. That's enough. No more. But yet. But oh, yeah, and then someone else are getting their like eye raped or something, yeah. and then like I've got to do this one as well. <laughs> Put that on, yeah, 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 yeah. So we so we ended last week describing how uh, Chikatilo killed his first victim, who was it was the murder of nine year old Yelena Zakatnova in Rostov. Now it's hor- I mean horrifically disturbing, mad, depraved, violent, um, but unfortunately it gets like. A hell of a lot worse. Oh, like, dear. Yeah, really, really bad. So if you don't want to hear 
about how people get ripped apart. Like he's ripping people apart with his mouth, <laughs> like chomping on them, ripping their genitals off and stuff while they were alive. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's a zombie, like I was saying last week. It's just like you wouldn't believe it's happening, would you? No, it it it's it you you couldn't. No, I mean, the if shock it was happening to you, you'd be like you wouldn't know what the you you'd be looking at it and you know what's happening, but you'd be like, no, this ain't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, mate, it's it's beyond it's beyond anything I've ever looked at before in all of my time. It's fucking. And don't play this out loud in front. If you've got kids with you and you get in the car, don't don't put this on. To be honest, I think most of our um episodes of any on anything it could be about butterflies so there's going to be like a flying fence <laughs> around it or something and um you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> simple as so but i'm going to mess up a lot of names as well because there's some absolutely insane names i was trying to like do, do we ever get an episode where there's like normal names no. or normal cities or no. normal no or normal countries you know where you know you've actually heard of because no. Never is, is there? It's always like like something like Bots Botswanian, Tunisian. But mate, even like normal like people with like like you know Western names like like I was talking to you earlier, Lily when she um she said you pronounced her second name wrong. I, I, you know, fucking hell, I can't even read. You know what I mean? What Don't was what, what did you pronounce it as before? Do you remember? I can't remember, but I think it's but, but it's Lily. Yeah, no, that's her first name. I can't remember the set. She's just going, you fucking idiots! I've already told you fucking once. Sup, Lily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> quick recap from last week. Yeah. So after the discovery of nine-year-old Lena's body, he Chikatilo was actually questioned eight times, eight fucking times by police. <laughs> Imagine that. So they turn up like the fourth time. Um, have we spoke to you? <laughs> uh, no. Well, we need to ask you some questions. They they even uncovered his like um rapey camel toe grabbing you know teacher molesting sort of past, but they didn't do anything. That's because he was like feeling up kids and shit in school and there was loads of evidence pointing to him for instance like you know as we said last week the blood blood trail literally to his door yeah it's like a comedy <laughs> movie isn't it <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean this is madness <laughs> witnesses came forward claiming to have seen him with uh, Yelena the day that she uh, she disappeared um, like I said last week his wife gave them an alibi I didn't know what the alibi was at the time but I've since found out and uh, all she told them was that he was home all night even though she was at work all night. And they so were like, that's how fine. Do you know? Yeah. yeah, but like, they went, okay, cool. They were like, rock solid, that watertight. Yeah, yeah, it's completely, you know, it's all true. Yeah, next. Definitely. Yeah, no no problems. There's no no fuckery going down yeah. here. 100%, yeah, 100% watertight fine. alibi. I like that. Just There's no questioning around it. Just, what was your husband, uh, what was your husband doing? Oh, he was at home. <laughs> where, where were you? At work. Oh, um, okay, that'll do. Yeah, that sounds good. There was blood leading you know up what? to the door, but you're, you're probably telling the truth. Yeah, it could be a rabbit that you shot and just bring back for dinner. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they're that hungry yeah. all the time. You know most what I mean? likely, mate. Most yeah. likely. And they actually got another dude, didn't they? Um, they, they arrested this fella. Uh, who confessed to the murder of this girl, but under some like extreme torture, and he was subsequently executed as well. What? His name was Alexander Kravchenko. He'd been in prison for rape. And that sounds uh, like a footballer as well. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Just, All of these are going to be footballers. Team. <laughs> so once they arrested that guy and uh, executed him, they thought that was the end. You know, nice and neat. I like that. The way if they think it's someone. And they go, no, it really isn't me. You haven't got a great amount of evidence. They torture him till he just says yes because he's going to die anyway, basically. Well, that's it. If you admit to doing it, if you didn't do it, you're still going to die. So it's like the, the torture was that bad. He can't win. No, he was double fucked. Even double he, fucked. Yeah, if he kept denying it, what would have happened is he would have gone through court, fucked up still, and then they still would have killed him. Yeah. So yeah, they just, just w- clearly thought it was him. 
They just wanted some. They just wanted to have somebody. Yeah, just go. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Don't worry, he's gone now. But Chikatilo knew he had a, a mad close call with that, and he went dark for three years. As far as we can tell, he didn't kill anyone. Right. I, I, I think that like fear of capture stopped him from because he came so well, close. Yeah. Well, especially if the other geezer's been executed for it. You know mm. what I mean? You'd be like, um, well, to be honest, you, I, I, well, you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, you'd be like, someone else has died for something that I've done. Yeah. But obviously, he didn't give a shit because he's he's fucking eating people's like. Just to mix out and stuff, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So, but also he must—I think he had about—he probably had three years worth of memory wanks to get through because that was like such a mad experience for him. Mm. He just—if he didn't feel the urge to need, but um, but he did. He, he came. He came back in uh, in full force. Nice. Back to the murder game, September nineteen eighty-one. His second victim was a seventeen-year-old girl called Larissa Chachenko. I think is that a footballer? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Or was that like a Russian artist? It's, it's or f- or a volleyball player or something? Um, uh, uh, gymnast. I gymnast. Yeah, yeah. yeah shot putter. Got, yeah, it's got a gym. They got gymnast written all over it. That name. So at this point, Chikatilo knew that violence, torture, screaming, blood—you know, guts and horror—seeing terror in, in like women and young children's eyes. That's that's what got him off. You know, he, he liked the scream, and he knew that, and it temporarily caught, um, cured his his impotence and allowed him to get his nuts off. Yeah, because he, he he just couldn't without that. So as soon as he found it. Bingo, fucking lights on. Yeah. Let's go to town. Got to release that tension, didn't you? So as the body count started to rise, we started to see that his style became more refined to his to his urges and tastes because he liked overpowering people. And we know he was impotent from last week's episode. And I actually I googled the word impotent to find out what the actual definition was. Um, and it says basically unable to take effective action helpless or powerless, which is what he said he felt throughout his whole life, powerless. But after the first murder, he was like, not anymore, fuckers. Yeah, I know how to do it now. Check this shit out, <laughs> yo. Look at my heart on everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back to his village where everyone knows that he can't get his heart on. Look! Yeah, yeah, look. Well, he's holding a girl's head. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a rock on! <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's what he was doing, man. Yeah. So Larissa Chichenko uh, bumped into our man Chikatilo. Fucking all these names, man. At a bus stop at the outside the Rostov Library. Mm. Rostov just sounds like a really creepy place, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And his job, because he was buying like raw materials for a factory, and he was travelling lots, as we said last week. You know, s- sometimes spending several days at a time on the road, spending a lot of time at bus stations because of his movements. Um, and this is where he snared most of his victims. It was convenient for him, and importantly, whilst travelling, he was left alone with his fantasies in his mind. There was no one to sort of rein him back in. Mm. And it, all it took, he knew that all it took was... If he could just materialise them whenever he wanted. Yeah, just yeah. to fucking do it. So he did. Um, Larissa... Uh, was a student, and I also read that she was a prostitute. Now, when you research this sort of shit, there's so much. So it's not conflicting, but you don't. Sometimes facts contradict themselves. Yeah. So if she, I don't want to call a girl that got brutally murdered a prostitute if she wasn't a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. But even if she was, man, taking a few ropes have come to the faces. It's easy fucking money, <laughs> and life is fucking <laughs> life is hard, That's man. True. Back yeah. then, you know what I mean. Uh, so it's probably the food that they need over there. Bit, bit, of, sus- bit of sustenance. Yeah, yeah. Protein. Smack that on a sandwich. <laughs> come, come sandwich with cummy tummy. <laughs> <laughs> cummy tummy. I don't know. I can't remember what episode that was. That was about five, six episodes ago, wasn't it? Cummy Some, tummy. Something like that. No. So anyway, Chica, Chica Tillo led her to some nearby woods for some 
sexy time. And she must have been mad desperate for dick because he's a manky fucker when you look at him, isn't he? He's, yeah, he just looks freaky. Yeah. So he, yeah. look, he looks like a complete like, weirdo. Yeah. Well, he obviously is because yeah. of what he's done. But it's you know weird, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But he does look like you. If if basic basically, if, if I think a lot of women, if he said, "Come to the woods with me for a fuck," I think a lot of women would look at him and go, "No, mate, you're yeah. gonna literally strangle me." I can tell. Mm. <laughs> he's got that look to him, hasn't he? Basically, you know he's a murderer. If you walk past him in the street, you go, "He's a murderer." Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. off his rocks, murderer. Yeah, yeah. He claims he had no intention to kill her. Obviously. Um, but as we know, he couldn't get his dick to work. And unfortunately for Larissa, she made a, a grave error because she didn't know whose presence she was in. She had no idea who no, he no. was. Um, she took the piss out of him for not being able to get a tent pole going, which is a fucking bad idea. To a complete psychopath, yeah. Yeah, especially a geezer who's a psychopath because he can't get a hard on. And mm. you're going, look, look at your fucking flappy little maggot. What you doing, you dickhead? Yeah. And it fucking totally enraged him. Because she was laughing, so he, he just fucking flipped him out. So he beat the living piss out of her. He was kicking her and punching her, started choking her. Obviously, she's she's screaming like, fuck. And he's like, yes, more. Because yeah, that's what he fucking wants. Yeah, he's going, here's my heart on love. Here it is. You're laughing now. More, more. Yeah. She started panicking and tried to get away. So uh, he threw her to the ground and just started ripping her clothes off which is pretty fucking bad, mm. but it gets much worse. So whilst strangling her and choking her, he he um, he um shoved handfuls of dirt and mud and leaves into her mouth to try and muffle her screams. Wow. That's fucking... Cr- Imagine seeing that in the woods. That's yeah. crazy horror that, movie that's, shit. That's not, one, that's not something you just walk straight past, is it? You know <laughs> I mean? Like if someone's playing. Morning. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you would. Yeah, maybe if you if he's doing that to start with, you'd be like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not getting involved in this. Sorry, love. You're on your own. <laughs> We're joking. So, so, yeah. No, I would. Him. Fuck that. So, uh, whilst he's choking her um, and getting his fucking, getting his groove on, he started stabbing her like a wild madman, followed by viciously biting her and tearing his, like, into her skin with his teeth. Like, even after she died, even in death, he didn't stop continuing to bite her. He was just ripping into her corpse. Because he wanted blood, and he knew how to get it. It gets gross, people. So, uh, I don't know, put your fingers in your ears if you don't want to hear it. But he bit one of her nipples off, um, and then started to violate her corpse by stabbing her with a stick before shoving the stick up her... Uh, up Twice her, end. Up her snatch, yeah. Mm. Because, the intense ru- because of the intense rush, I mean, this is what he wanted. He, uh, he came <laughs> immediately, sort of... See, if you wanted to get... Shag some bird, right? What he should have done is had two prostitutes, right? Done that to the first one and gone, look, I'm hard, now jump on me. This is what you should have done. This, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is your yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I advise you to jump on it now, yeah. otherwise you're going to end up like that one probably. I know it's a long-winded way, but I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to kill one of you <laughs> yeah, yeah. in order to get me. Well, I'm going to do heads and tails for which one's going to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally heads in what, in some cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know what I mean? It's, it's shocking. So it seems that that was like his first cannibalistic experience because her missing... Nipple was never found. Oh, right. And the body was discovered the following day. Um, he says he wasn't a cannibal throughout all of his interviews with police. I mean, well, you were, mate. You just bit yeah. someone's fucking tit off. Yeah. What are you talking about? He said the rush he felt was addictive and he, and he couldn't control it. And it's, it just began to totally consuming. And it was at this point in his life where um, he started to spiral out of control, like crazy out of control. I say in our eyes, he was he was he was spying out of control. But in his eyes, it was his life was starting to go great. 
yeah, figured yeah, out what he wanted. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he could know how to get hard on now. Yeah, properly. Yeah. Pr- yeah, like proper rock solid. Yeah. <laughs> solid, <laughs> solid as my cock. <laughs> he like kind of released the killer, really. He just released the, the the monster that was like mm. deep down inside him, and, and he couldn't stop. He just went fucking totally berserk, loving it, craving it, and just needing to get it whenever he could. Uh, he had power over his victim. This is what he wanted, man. Climaxing in death, which is really fucking creepy. Mm. But the police were at a loss. They had no motive whatsoever, which made it difficult for them to hunt him down. I don't think that they thought this was like the result of a um, like a sexual fantasy because. Because was, she was absolutely fucking mutilated. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's insane to think. Oh, yeah, he did, oh, the copper's not going to turn up and go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what he, di- he did this because he was horny. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, mate. I'd do, I'd do that if I was horny. You're under arrest, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're under arrest for the suspicion of murdering her. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Okay, now. But anyway, um, and also serial killers were completely unheard of. Almost in the Soviet Union, they say they were completely unheard of. But fucking yeah, come on, people, bollocks. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The authorities said they refused to believe that a communist was uh, was capable of inflicting <laughs> you know, such <laughs> such horrifying violence. Uh, that's 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 one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. I know you know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean? The communist said that. Yeah. What the hell was that? that? A ghost <laughs> shot in the head or something? So, and also, life is cheap, man. Because if you think how they treated people in the past. They did some next-level awful shit to people, and yet they're saying that a communist party member or just a communist in general couldn't be capable of doing that. And what's a few dead women anyway? It'll probably just blow over and fade away. Except it didn't. The body count started to rise dramatically, really quickly. Yeah. Same sort of styles as well, murder. Oh, he, well, he, he sort of pimps his style as he goes through it. He's just, uh, you know, he starts tricking it up a little pimp, bit. Pimp your style. Yeah, yeah, pimp your murder. So we know this is his second murder because he told us it was. But then there was a three-year gap. Because of the three-year gap, the police didn't connect the first murder and the second one. Right. Yet. But they soon realised that many of the, body, of the bodies turning up were found near public transport routes, like train stations you know, bus stations, whatever, and they all bared similar injuries. Now, before we move forward to the murders committed in later years, we're going to have to cover his third murder because this is where he becomes officially a serial killer. You've got to kill three people. All right, I thought it was six, but... Was it six? I thought it was six, yeah. I thought it was three. No, I think it was six, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a, I it's don't know. Maybe people, someone can tell us. Mate, it doesn't matter if it's 50. He's yeah. going to cross that yeah, threshold. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think he was trying to keep his shit together um, because, again, there was a brief pause of nine months between the second and third murder. Um, probably at this point, he knew he was doing wrong. And I I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, he, he certainly didn't give a fuck later on, but yeah, yeah. at this point, he probably did and tried to yeah, sort of write himself Not in. a conscience, but some sort of, like, I will get caught if I keep going. And then it got more for him, and he was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just doing it anyway. Yeah, well, he's, it's very... He's very he's, as we'll, we'll find out in the trial, he's very selfish. He didn't really care about anything else. So there was a, there was a nine month gap between the second and the third murders. On the on June the twelfth, nineteen eighty two, Chikatilo was out buying vegetables or some shit from some scraggy little market when he met a thirteen year old girl called oh, here comes the name Lubov Byruket. <laughs> discus thrower. Discus thrower. Yeah. yeah. Aspiring discus thrower. Yep. And she was minding her own business, just walking home from a shopping trip. And horrifyingly, turns out her mum sent her out to do the shopping that day. Oh, right. But that fucking tortured her forever, didn't it? Mm. Sent your kid to the grave. Well, no, you didn't. Well, he did. 
Well, would it would it have, um, if she went with it would have been her? Possibly, may have been. Or wouldn't it be? Because it sounds like he's going for younger people at the minute. He's going for easy targets. Mm. That's all he was doing. He's going for easy targets. Again, he spotted her at a bus station. Not fucking old bus stations, man. Always corpses flying out of them left, right, and centre. <laughs> Yeah, every he time we go past one, there's a corpse. <laughs> he lured her into the woods, uh, and when he was confident that there was nobody around, he stabbed her in the eyes. What? Because of this just, stupid suspicion. Is that how he started? Yeah, just fucking went, squatch, straight in her eye. That's, that. that's no messing, is it? That's straight to business, that is. Well, that was because of um, that su- superstition we were talking about last week. Where oh, yeah, where they think that they... The last death is inscribed on their eyes. Yeah, the victims' like last the victims' last moments are recorded in their eyes. Mm. What? Just, so, so he just fucking stabbed them. That's like saying the world's flat. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. There's no basis in your assumptions. Yeah. So yeah, after he's stabbing her in the eyes, he just fucking went into like a crazy frenzy and set about the rest of her body. And when she was dead, he just started mutilating her corpse. He cut her open, eating you know various parts before reaching like an insane. Insanely dark climax, and he left a body in the woods where it was um, found two weeks later because of the heat, because it's fucking hot. Insects and animals that had their um, had their fill, and she was almost a skeleton within two fucking wow. weeks, man. The report says he ate parts of her body because, for instance, um, well, her nipple was missing, and uh, it was never found. Oh, that's just a classic, is it? Is, gla- he, is he keeping them? Is yeah. he making a tit belt? Well, uh, well, he's yeah, he could have made a tit belt, but he had a, he had a different use for them. But we'll we'll get into that. Okay, in a bit. cool, cool, cool. He's not oh, so he made a use for them. So yeah. at least he's not just like binning them. You know, what I mean? no, he's not binning. Well, he's kind of disposing them after he's done done with them. Yeah, but, but he's keeping certain parts to make something like yeah. a bag or. Very joking. Very joking. Very small bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nipple bag. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ, a nipple bag. How many nipples did it take to make a bag? Uh, 84. 84? Yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> is, because you get some nipples that are massive, don't you? Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, just, yeah some like... Burger like, nipples. Yeah, some of them are like... They are like burgers, and some of them, there is nothing. It's hmm. just like just a nipple. There's no like surrounding to it, is there? Yeah. The mad world of nipples. Yeah. Maybe our man Andre, he could fill us in. He knows all about him. Yeah, yeah. The nipple expert. So uh, after the first murder, Andre had killed two people in just under thir- in uh, just under three years. But by the end of 1982, and within six months of Lubov's death, that was the third victim, a further seven bodies had been found. Oh, so the third one was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm I was doing it now. That's it. We're fucking. We're going I've got away with it now, so I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all had the same his trademark killings, like you know, completely eviscerating a body. Tit off. No, I don't. I don't mean like a. Like a Russian name. I mean, like, it's <coughs> literally tit off. I think there's someone called tit off. Like, probably. probably. <laughs> like, there was ripping out their eyes, body parts missing, bite marks, disemboweling them. And that was, they, they knew that some next level shit was going down. They kind of started to twig them together. Um, but by this time, he was, he was completely out of control, off his fucking head, wanting to inflict as much carnage and terror as possible on his victims, often stabbing them well over 30 times. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's just carnage, isn't it? Straight away. Yeah. If if you're starting off with that last victim as well, straight for the eyes. That's that's no messing. Mm. That's like you'd be dead. 
Yeah. You're dead, and you're going to know it because the first thing I'm doing is going straight for your eyeballs. Mm. But I don't. I think you you're not going to have. You're not going to think you're getting away with this because if you're getting stabbed in the eye, um, to me that is a sign that you're probably going to die now. It's well, not like they might let you go. You're no. going to die. He stabbed you in the eyes. I I think because he really liked watching people in abject terror, fear, and pain. He's probably stabbed you in the eyes and just followed you around the woods for an hour. While you're just fumbling about. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know probably, what I mean? Probably, yeah. It's shocking. It is. It's the worst one ever, this is. You know what I mean? It's awful, this geezer. But as time went by, he he began to um, figure out where he could knife victims to inflict maximum pain, but yet keep them alive for as long as possible. Because he wanted to hear screams. That's what he wanted. Yeah. So he'd like he'd stab him in the genitals, he stab him in the face, he stab him in the stomach. Slashing was good as well. Uh, superficial wounds, but yet extremely traumatic and painful, and it and it results in a lot of blood. And he yeah. fucking loved it, man. Death by a thousand cuts. So Chikatilo developed a pattern of of taking children, like troubled runaways, alcoholics, young homeless people, because it was loads of them lurking around. Mm at bus stations and railways, uh, like n- basically needy, desperate people that nobody would notice went missing. He'd often bribe them into following him with like a, a treat or something. And when you're desperate as fuck in 1980s Russia and someone says, hey, I've got fucking a handful of biscuits Burgers, or whatever, yeah. man, you're going to you're gonna go with him, you? you know what I mean? So he'd, he'd, he'd bribe them to like nearby forests or other secluded areas and then, and then just kill them. <laughs> I think, though, if someone's to come up to me, even if I was starving, I've got some biscuits for you. You go, oh, wicked cheers. Just, um, I'll give you them. If Just come into this dark part of the woods. I've got them in the woods. I've buried them like a squirrel. Be like, I'd be like, no, you're right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think That's, so, there's, there's a back plan to this. <laughs> <laughs> but soon the bodies of, of young young boys started turning up, which began um, began to confuse the fuck out of police. Because at, at this point, because it was only women, he they, they thought that this was some weird sexual motivated crime but then when the, when the lads started turning up they were like hoisky poisky what the fuck's going on here <laughs> yeah. this this isn't what we think it is in august that year 1982 he killed two boys aged 9 and 15 biting off their genitals in the process of killing them oh. <laughs> i know where where in his mind did he get that idea I don't know. It's it, it, it's it's it sounds like 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 a demon sort of thing, you know. When some people turn into like what they say they turn into demons, I don't believe in that. But they just turn into something completely different, and they don't even know what they're doing. And mm. that's just just these like normal thing that he does. You say that you don't uh, like um, people don't turn into demons, but uh, Dave was actually saying he, he recommended um, an episode on exorcism. All right, and, okay, and got yeah. some inside knowledge on that shit. So yeah. Maybe we'll get yeah. into that one. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's what <laughs> that's what excited him the most. Just biting bollocks off, not sex. He, he wasn't another re- Russian bollocks off. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was he do? T- he got tit off and bollocks off. I think bollocks off was a politician. Yeah. I, yeah. He sounds like it. Like like um. Yeah. Sort of like a back cabinet person. Strap a dick bollock off. <laughs> 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 oh dear. On the 11th of December 1982, Chikatilo met a 10-year-old girl named Olga Stalmach Enoch. Right. What she do, Rob? She's a long-distance runner. Long-distance runner. Yeah, she does uh, 1,500 meters. Oh, does she? Yeah. Any good? Well, she's all right. She's in the un- under the 21 level <laughs> at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Career was cut short. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I've had a couple of beers now, so I'm getting a bit yeah. reckless. Yeah, it's all right. So you met her on a bus, man, and she was uh, she was heading home when Andre the uh, Andre the Charmer lured her off the bus in a field on the outskirts of Rostov, totally alone. He stabbed her. Well, it it turns out from her her body that well over fifty times he stabbed her well over fifty times in the head and body. He ripped open her chest cavity and removed her bowel and uterus. What the fuck? I mean, it's just mental, isn't it? It's just like, did did they ask him why? Why he done it? Oh yeah, well we'll get. What all did he say? Just for shits and giggles. Just, yeah, just for a laugh, basically. Well, we'll get into it in a bit, like towards <laughs> the end. But after her body was found, more witnesses came forward telling the police that they they'd seen the girl being led off the bus by a middle-aged man near where the corpse was found. So they're getting descriptions. Yeah, yeah. And at the beginning of 1983, the police investigating the murders were forced to admit that they, um, a serial killer was on the loose. Because they, they weren't twi- like pairing everything up at this point. They were just yeah. sort of, ah, these are just random just, murders. Yeah, a couple of them seem like they're the same, but the other lot don't as well. It's fucking body, they're like, their bodies everywhere around here. There's yeah. millions of people dead from the war. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just another one. Don't worry about <laughs> it. But they, they started to like say that they had to admit there was a serial killer because of the way that the bodies were being destroyed. Like all the da- the damage was sustained was, was so similar. It was yeah, yeah, it was just like it's got to be the same person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were turning up quite close to each other at this yeah, point yeah. as well. But uh, sometimes, though, uh, uh, other bodies were found hundreds of miles apart, but yet they had the same, you know, fucking stabbed in the eyes. And oh, right, okay, yeah. Torn out the sockets, part of their bodies bitten off, like tips of the noses and tongues, the breasts removed. I mean, come on, mate. Leave the tits alone. Yeah. Fucking they're nice boobs. as well. <laughs> you know I mean, leave the investigators something to look at. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's fucking spiralling. I know. It's getting bad. It's spiralling. Obviously, they collected bodily fluids um, from the suspected killer left yeah, behind yeah. at crime scenes. But you got to remember, this is like 1980s forensics. Yeah, so it's not, it's not any good, really. Little bit shit, really. They probably just feel it with their fingers. I know oh, that feels about the same as the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a bit more fluid, so yeah, we need it to might get, be someone else. Need to get more guys to jack off in my hand so I can measure the jack viscosity off. of the. Is, uh, it, is that the, another Russian? A jack, jack off. off. <laughs> yeah. What did he do, Rob? Um, he jacked people off. Jack, yeah, well, that's, that's it. Yeah. Job, yeah. That was his trade name. His Olympic sport. Jacking know, people off. His surname was Smith, but they called him Jack off. Jack off Smith. <laughs> so it's important to remember at this point they didn't have any blood samples. Yeah. They just had spunk and saliva, basically. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they didn't have any blood is, is very important for reasons that will become apparent shortly. So the Soviet police were completely incompetent. They didn't really know what to do, how, how to track this guy down and stop this madness from fucking happening. They made mad errors during his killing spree. Sometimes they even refused to investigate the disappearance of some children, claiming, ah, they just, they'd probably just run away. They'll be all right. And, and like, no one was looking for them anyway, so fuck it, you know what I mean? Mm. The only people that were looking for them were the police. Yeah. These are runaways. The families didn't know they were gone, so they were like, well, just fuck, fuck it, yeah. If you don't say anything, no one knows. Just ignore it. It'll go. It'll all blow over in the end. <laughs> they had the opportunity to arrest him. And believe it or not, they actually did. But but as you're here, it's fucking, mate, it's unbelievable, really. At the end of 1983, he'd brutally killed 17 young women and children. And in 1984, a further 15 bodies turned up. Eight bodies were found in August 1984 alone. 
Fucking hell, so he was going like one each, every three days or so, was not he? Just going fucking in off his head, man. Yeah. 84 was his prime, he was on form that year. Yeah, he went for it. That, that was, was his year. year. That was a year, son. <laughs> that was a year, son. Yeah. Go, go big or go home, I guess. Yeah, well, if you've gone past a certain amount, might as well just keep going until you get caught, because you're going to get caught at some point. Well, if he stopped, he wouldn't have done. Yeah, he can help himself, could he? But credit where credit's due, he didn't fuck about. Yeah. He did not fuck about. Uh, his boss is at work, but it's not to get pissed no, off. No one likes a quitter, anyway. No, well, rehab's for quitters. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. He wasn't going to rehab. No, he wasn't. There's no... Well, is there a rehab for, like, murderers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd be like, you're under arrest. prison. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't turning up to work, though, so his bosses were getting fucking knocked off with him. He was just spending all of his time travelling between jobs. Yeah. Mm. What were you doing? Mm, yeah. On March the 24th, 1984, he lured a 10-year-old boy named Dmitry Tashnikov. What's he doing, Rob? Um, he, he... Dmitry Tashnikov. Sounds like a pole vaulter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a po- Yeah, he was. Well done. He was a pole vaulter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he, um, oh, I hope these people aren't thinking, you fuckers, these are kids dying. Yeah, yeah it's true, but... We're not making fun of them. We're yeah. just trying to make light of the situation because this yeah. is incredibly dark. Yeah, it's not. It's not nice, and we we're not taking the piss out of them. Um, even though it sounds like it, we're not. We're you know we're just trying to make like you say, make it a bit <coughs> easier for people. Yeah. But little little joke. Every little, once joke in a while. little joke. He was he was lured away from a stamp kiosk. So he was like buying some fucking stamps to put right. on. But um, again, Chikatilo. He was seen by. Loads of witnesses who gave investigators really detailed descriptions of the killer. So they're like getting... Well, I don't know if they're getting confirmation, but they know that... They know what he's... There's a a pattern in the descriptions. Yeah, yeah. So when Dimitri's body was found three days later, it seemed that Chikatilo had, had stamped on the boy with such force that they found a footprint on his chest. Right. I, w- I wonder if he was inspired by the uh, stamp kiosk. Where oh, stamp and where stamp. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Again, again, the police were um, able to recover sperm and saliva sam- samples from the body and using shoddy as fuck 1980s Soviet forensics, the blood type of the killer was ed- identified as blood type A, B. So as the bodies piled up, another innocent man was arrested and charged with two murders. And I'm feeling confident, the police were quite confident now. They thought they had their man, but they were fucking wrong. On the 25th of May... 1984. Now, this this is one of his most fucked up murders. Right. This is like... Next level. This is the peak of his of his madness. Yeah. A double murder, basically. It's this one that if, if if you'd done it, like if you scored a world worldy goal and it was your last game, you scored a hat-trick, you'd quit and go, that's it, I'm not coming back anymore. That's my final. In the world of serial killers, this is... This is Leave his a legend. Disc. Yeah. He would have got his fucking... He would have got awards for this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what would you call the award ceremony? <laughs> you got like the, the what, you got like the BAFTAs and all that. Let me think of one. Carry on. We'll um, think of one. I mean the Mufters, mate. The Mufters. <laughs> <laughs> and he killed two people. Yeah. He killed a. It was a mother and a daughter. Oh, he went for a double. Yeah, man. Two hit combo. Right. Tatiana Petrosan and her ten-year-old daughter Svetlana. Mm. Now, interestingly, this is, was the inspiration behind Deadglass Dead Designs first. Um, art piece. Oh, right, okay. It was the genesis of Sean's work. Oh, right, okay. And obviously, Dead Glass Design, Carousel Sniper Victim, well, um, he, he posted some of the pictures on on, the, on some comments that, um, du- during the week, so if I remember, and I don't get too drunk, I'll I'll put um, 
you know, like the Facebook episode thing that I put on. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll just put on some pictures of uh, of his um, design, murder scene. Nice, cool, 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 cool. So Chikatilo had known Tatiana for years, and she had she trusted him. She actually hooked up with him in the past, like an old flame. Right. I don't really know. She, I mean, she must have been sucking like for hours to try and get anything out of him. But right, yeah. But anyway, yeah, she she'd been with him in the past and and, and knew him. Um, but because she had a daughter. Uh, Chikatilo saw an opportunity to reach sort of crazy depraved heights that he probably didn't think were possible. Um, he talked them into, I think he was like going for a picnic or some shit, I think it was. He was like, mm. I'm going to come for a picnic or something. And they were like, okay. Um, and he walked down a railway line um, into some woods and then attempted to rape Tatiana, the, the mother. Right. But Mr. Floppy was out in full force. He, right. couldn't, get, he couldn't get his fucking cock up. So... Yeah. So instead of raping her, he thought, "Fuck it, I'll I'll just I'll stab you in the head instead." I mean, yeah, just sort of standard. That gets it going. Yeah, <laughs> well, it does. Yeah, <laughs> you meant that literally. It really yeah, yeah. does. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So after a few swings with the old knife at her head, he pulled a hammer out of his kill bag and then just smashed her face in. Basically, uh, at this point, if I was her, I'd go, "This picnic bag looks suspiciously like a murder bag." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who brings a fucking hammer to a picnic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you're fucking um, what, do, what do they call it um, with the meat when they bash the meat. It's a meat tenderizer. Meat t- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, skull yeah. tenderizer. Oh dear. And horribly, I mean, it is horrific. I mean, it's, it's a ten-year-old daughter, Svetlana, was was you know she's right she's right there mm. screaming a fucking. She saw everything. Yeah, yeah. She tried to run away. Obviously, no shit, like in complete terror and panic. And well, I mean, she's fucking 10 and he's he's a yeah. man, so he's just caught it with a straight away. Yeah, he just fucking he caught her with a killed her with a hammer and then cut her head off before ripping both of the bodies apart and then um, spunking everywhere by the sounds of it. It's just fucking crazy, isn't it? I know. It's, I mean, it, it's. The only way he can get his rocks off. Yeah. He's by inflicting... Do you reckon he would have got away with that if he said that in court? Look, this is the only way I can do it. I'll tell you how he would have got away with it. If he'd stopped there and then, he'd he'd be still out now. Yeah, but you know he's just carrying on murdering anyway, because yeah. he clearly did, so he would have just got worse. <laughs> he would end up getting caught anyway, wouldn't he? It was very similar, actually, to that... Do you remember that sitcom Levi Belfield who killed um, Lynn and Megan, Megan Russell in the UK in 1996? He, ki- he killed them both with a fucking hammer as well. Fucking sitcoms. Anyway. So he's got lots of different methods though. Cause usually mm. it seems to be like they all keep to the same method, don't they? You know what I mean? They usually like a good strangle, don't know, with some sort of like string or something, yeah? Or, you know, or they stick with one Torque weapon. Pain, yeah. yeah. And they stick with the same thing. But he he's willing to go and try anything, isn't he? By well, the sound he, of it. He's kind of like... Ex- he likes the slashing. He likes the eyes. Okay, we'll give him that. And he likes a bite. But then he's getting the hammer out now and he's doing all sorts of stuff now. So, Well, he's he's kind of like experimenting sexual... He's experimenting sexually in his mind. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you might say to your missus, let me try and slip the old, uh, you know, finger up the... The fist. Yeah. <laughs> but his orgasmic relief uh, was completely alien to practically every other human yeah, on Earth. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> you get satisfaction. I get, Everybody listening to this gets satisfaction from being intimate with their partner through sex. You know, the, the thoughts of, of that does n- nothing. Nothing for Andre. Zero. His idea of sex, his path to, to climax was in, was in death. Terror. Murdering. Mutilation and murder, yeah. That's how his brain made the connection. That, like mine and yours does through shagging. 
Yeah, he's so, oh, it's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, his poor mags are snuff movies. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Shocking, isn't it, man? It's, it is. It's just mad. And and also, man, if you think about it, if he'd stopped, he would have got away with it. But if, if he if he did it today, he would have probably been caught before his first murder because he was molesting kids in school. Yeah. Like, way back in, was it 19, in the 70s? So he would have probably been apprehended there and then mm, and yeah. then put on a register. He wouldn't know where, he wouldn't got anywhere near as, as fucking... No. He might have got one murder or two murders in, but then they would have linked it all up somehow, wouldn't they? Gone, he's a suspect. Stop. Done. Yeah. Done, yeah. So by now, the police investigation was understandably massive. I mean, you know, there's fucking... Everyone's dying. Yeah, double murder. Bodies yeah. everywhere. The public knew what was happening. The press were reporting continuously. Um, they had to, really, for, like, public safety. Because you could just, like, not say anything... But yeah, if there's bodies turning up, you're like, fucking, we've got, we've got to have to, we're going to have to tell them. We're going to have to say, you've got to watch your backs, man. Yeah, yeah. Some you, fucking crazy person around with a hammer. Some middle-aged geezer ask you for a picnic in the park and just ask him what's in his bag. And if he says there's a hammer and a knife, go, no, you're all right. Yeah. Simple as. In fact, just don't follow him. Just ignore everyone. The thing is, Chikatilo was also following the investigations. He he carefully used it as like a, a weapon of evasion because he was reading the newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was looking at the reports of the manhunt for the killer. Because it, it began to appear... He started to like it that way as well. So he was using it to... like, like a, It's like he's investigating himself and trying to figure out a way of getting around stuff, isn't it? He, he was figuring out when it was too hot to kill. Yeah. Um, he was biding his time carefully. Now, at this point, the police were convinced they should be looking for a young killer, like not a devout co- uh, communist, not not a party member. Even as They went as far as saying that they didn't think an upstanding member of a communist society was capable of doing <laughs> such horrendous... Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking stupid? It's fucking dumb fuckers, aren't they? Are you fucking stupid? Yeah, yeah. What did you do to millions of people yeah. when you're saying that these people are like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's like saying, you know, like like fucking priests don't touch boys. You it's know like, what I mean? It's it like Hitler, happens. It's like Hitler saying uh, an upstanding member of the Nazi party isn't capable of killing people. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's utter bollocks. You dumb fox. Yeah. There were 55 officers working on the case by now and they had an overwhelming amount of leads to check. They had something like 25,000 names on a, on a suspect list. It was just too much. They couldn't yeah. fucking deal with it. Was everyone a murderer? <laughs> well, it seems like <laughs> yeah, it yeah, fucking yeah. was. got 25,000 suspects and what? Because the killings were occurring on weekdays near public transport hubs across the entire Rostov region, the feds figured that the killer travels a lot, possibly... Free work. Mm. Well done, boys. Yeah. Getting there now. Yeah. It was crazy because, like we were saying, people were reporting hanging around, as we've said, but it just wasn't followed up well. So getting nowhere, the police started to literally stake out shitloads of bus station and train stations. They knew this was the main hunting ground. I mean, eight bodies in one fucking month. Mm. You know what I mean? All, All near... I mean, the chances are good that you may see something if you persevere and be vigilant around, you know, just public transport hubs. They even planted female plainclothes police officers as bait. Oh, right, okay. That's a smart move. It is, yeah. That's the smartest move they've done so far, I think, anyway. Yeah. So nothing else to go on. That's that's what they did regularly. Um, You know, it's like clutching at straws, sort of, almost desperately looking for any suspicious dude hanging about. But it paid off. Two undercover police officers were patrolling bus stations in Rostov 
they saw, well, they didn't know it was Chikatilo, but they saw Chikatilo hanging around with a briefcase. Nothing untoward. He wasn't doing anything, mm. but he did fit the description given by previous witnesses. Right. So the officers calmly walked home and said, all right, mate, can we see your um, your identification papers? You know, just to be sure. Um, Chikatilo got his papers out and he's, they were cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not trying to hide anything. Yeah, yeah. I am Andre Chikatilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know I'm the murderer. Why would I be giving you a fake ID? Yeah, Everything yeah. was accurate. But I think they got... I think he must have got spooked because the police officers thought he was he was acting like a little bit shifty and seemed to be hiding something. No fucking shit. Mm. That's copper's intuition, I suppose, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, So they, they let him go. Had no choice. They've got yeah, yeah, no real got, yeah. reason to fucking... To, to arrest him other yeah. than just being a bit of a yeah, weirdo yeah. Just, just keep your eye on him it's one of those uh, yeah 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 now they've got a name and, and stuff they're like mm. Mm, this could be our boy so they um, they kept an eye on him from a distance and apparently he was wandering around the city aimlessly with no real sort of direction or plan and he started to talk to young women and children along the way and they were thinking, nah, bruv, this doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. So the undercover cops again approached him and said, listen, mate, can we see your papers? And this time he started to not really panic, but he was, he, he didn't he didn't like, but he was he was sort of offensive. He was, um, he, he didn't like the got, fact. He got offended by it. Yeah, he was, life. yeah, he was sort of really sort of cagey about it. And, and then he, he started to literally sweat, apparently. And they were like, hmm. And he became really nervous. Now, seeing this, they were like, hmm, what's in your briefcase, pal? Yeah. Because he was carrying his briefcase. Yeah. It's open up full. And so he did. And inside, they found a rope, a jar <laughs> of Vaseline, which is well creepy considering what he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't want to chafe your helmet. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And a massive fuck off knife. He had a kill kit, basically. Did they go, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, mate. <laughs> you can carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything seems to be in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On your way, son. Yeah. That's, they, they, well, what, what did he say about that, though, when they, when he opened it up? Then? Does it say anything about that? Well, he didn't... They didn't report on what he said because they basically thought... Yeah, we got you. We got someone who's yeah, doing something really shifty. This fucking fits yeah, the description. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's a knife, Vaseline, and fucking rope as well in, in a, a bag, in a, in a suitcase. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we've got our guy here. Yeah. So he was arrested. Or briefcase, sorry. He was arrested for... Um, and charged for, for harassing women in public. Right. Um, but they just did that to, to buy themselves more time yeah. to look into his past. They took him down the station, basically. At the time, Chikatilo was being investigated for stealing shit from, from a company he worked for as a materials buyer, as we said before. Mm. Now, obviously, theft is, is punishable, and now they had like a valid legal reason to hold him at the station for further questionings yeah, whilst yeah. they dig, dug into his past. So straight away, they thought, we've we've got spunk samples and spit samples off corpses and we know what his blood type is kiss a blood test mate and let's eliminate you as a suspect and obviously you can you can't say no yeah because he's in yeah. in the yeah and it's going to be like why why are you saying no mate What's, so yeah it's probably sweating like a motherfucker yeah, when they've yeah. asked him that question but luckily for i mean it's this is insane luckily for for chikatilo he had a rare blood type type a now the cum and spit samples retrieved from the murder scenes indicated that the killer was type a b yeah it, it turns out andre chikatilo is a non secreter which is rare and and it basically means that his blood type is not fully exposed in blo- in bodily fluids you got to get an actual blood sample to fully identify the blood type. And they were only getting spit and spunk. Right, okay. So, yeah, okay. So, so yeah. even though 
it, I guess they kind of got an idea what it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't him no, because yeah, right. Okay. It didn't match, yeah, yeah. and they were like, because mm. I don't think non-secretors had been discovered yet at that point. So, no. so they'd got his spunk and they used his blood, but because he didn't fully expose the blood type in the semen sample, it, it didn't fucking like match. Different, yeah, different blood is in a way. It's you know different different types. And yeah, like, mm. similar but not yeah. the same. So you, fr- you and he was ruled out as a suspect. Which is fucking Lucky insane. Bastard. Yeah, I know. And he was sentenced to one year in prison for for theft because he was nicking shit. Yeah. And he only served three months. And in December 1984, he was released. So they actually fucking had him in prison. Yeah. But let him go. And the mistake that I mean that sentenced in you know many innocent people to some of the worst deaths imaginable. And bizarrely, when he was in prison. There was no further murders. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. Like, it'd be something if he's got a rope and a knife and Vaseline in a briefcase, right? It'd be like, and he's been arrested and he's got away. But you, you might have a suspicion still of him, but the blood's different and all that. You go right. Let's just keep an eye on the murders. Yes. Yeah. Like, let's see if this year or three months it to end up being whatever it was. Uh, if there's like no mur- or less murders, yeah, which you know, which don't resolve in people having their eyes stabbed and stuff. Let's see what happens. Well, they obviously didn't monitor him because this was 1984 mm. and he was apprehended in 1990. So even, I mean, he was fucking walking around yeah. with a briefcase with stabbers and Vaseline and rope. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, just freely just doing it. Free to go, mate, weren't you? Off your trot. Nuts, in it? Mm. So we'll take a little break here and I'll crack into another fucking beer and when we come back, we'll... Um, We'll get more into his fucking crazy mind. Yeah, man. Banged him in prison, and then they released him. Yeah, as you do. Now, after his release, knowing how close he'd come to being busted, he kept his head down until nineteen, till August nineteen eighty-five, where he killed a further two women. But he treated it like like fresh a fresh murder, like a fresh start, because because he, he'd been eliminated as a murderer at this point. Yeah, and he thought, if I'm clever and careful, I'll be cool. I'll get away with it. So Russian police and forensics were completely dog shit. They didn't really have the resources, infrastructure or technology at hand to to properly investigate it. And also, man, they were losing blood, hair and sperm samples retrieved from crime scenes. He's kind of, in a way, got like a get-out-of-jail card in his mind and in the police mind at the moment. He's like, it can't be him because of this, because of the blood's different yeah yeah he was he knew that they were incompetent they literally by the sound of it to me they have to literally catch him doing it in a way well yeah i mean or or like literally if he's covered in blood and sit somewhere then that's the only way they're going to find him and go hang on there's something you know what geezer with the briefcase with the knife and the the rope and the um gelatine in your thing And now you're covered in blood. Hmm. Re- remember what you've just said there, and right, right and put and re- speak that again later on. Oh shit! Never nice. 
So the police were arresting people left, right, and center. That was a problem, and their inter- interrogation tactics were like brutal. They were like they were torturing suspects so badly. They were a lot of them were just admitted to the killings just to stop the fucking pain. Yeah. And the police were getting loads of false positives. Multiple people were confessing to the same murders, which just compounded the problems they had in tracking the real culprit down. And that's the thing, man, because. Because the Soviets relied on confessions as hundred as a hundred percent proof of, of guilt, even if you're having your hand boiled Chopped in off, a kettle yeah. and your fucking bollocks in a vice at the same time, yeah. they needed that confession. Um, there were three no three known homosexual dudes, and a convicted sex pest committed suicide as a result of the, of the investigations. They also arrested handicapped dudes, thinking mm. ah, he's got a touch of the downs. That'll do. It'll, it'll be yeah, it's the just one. getting rid of the weak. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> Make you okay, everyone. But this is Adolf Rob That's here. what they're like, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah, it was. Didn't like the homos, did they? So they basically killed a few of them, and they didn't like disabled people. It must be them, because he's a bit odd. Well, must be them. Yeah. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, they just wanted to put someone in prison and the murders to yeah, stop. Yeah. yeah, and it just, just wasn't happening. No, it wasn't. You know, the idea is the Soviet Union police it would be a... To get the right person, usually. And that yeah. would stop the murders. Yeah, that will put an end to the madness. Yeah, usually that tends to happen. You see, also as well, man, because they had suspects in custody who were admitting to the killings. But while they were in, in prison, these dudes are going, yeah, yeah, I did it, I did it. Can you take my hand out of the fucking blender, please? <laughs> and whilst they're fucking locked up, the killings were still happening. Yeah, yeah. And it, which showed that their tactics were complete dog shit. They were just making it harder for themselves. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? You know what I mean? Why are they just... If it's still carrying on, you know what I mean? Why are they just doing it still? Because they go, well, this this technique of uh, them confessing, it doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, yeah it doesn't Wonder work. Wonder why? Man. Especially under duress. Has he got a fucking knife down his fucking urethra or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hands getting, hands getting nailed to the wall. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Chigatillo was, was still following the police um, investigation because it was it was really really public as you could imagine. He was following it really carefully, and he knew when it was too hot to kill, so he just bide his time, lying low. And when he did return to killing, it was like a um, like a production line of death. He killed multiple people every month, every week in some instances. Bodies are turning up. Now, because of the press and news heat, combined with the ever-increasing police presence at transport hubs, Andre Chikatilo laid low. He didn't kill for about two years. In, like, true, cold, calculated killer style, he even volunteered to help patrol bus and train stations <laughs> in search of the killer. Oh, brill. All the while, he was figuring out where they were and weren't looking for yeah. the murderer. I'm right, yeah. So he was just getting a plan for the next one. Yeah, yeah. He was figuring out where, <coughs> what they were doing and where they were doing oh, fucking it. Fucking hell. Where it's cool to do it. Why didn't they let... He's been arrested, right? He's been in prison <laughs> for theft. This geezer, right, was the geezer who was walking around with a fucking rope and knife and Vaseline, right? And they're letting him letting him look at bus stops and stuff, like, you know, to help him out. And you're yeah. thinking, this this geezer's pretty shifty to yeah. start with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did anyone question that, that knife? It's in the bag trick. Well, his blood type didn't match, so... The knife, the rope, and the Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, l- lurking around explain, a transport hub. Explain your way out of that. I know, yeah. Well, he, we didn't need to. He just went, tank my blood, and he was thinking, ah, oh, I'm fucked. And they went, oh, mate, it's not you. You're not the killer. We know that. <laughs> You're afraid to go. mental. <sighs> Vaseline's a crap lubricant. Mm. 
Yeah, you should have just got. If you think is if you got proper lube, need water based. If you got yeah, if you got proper like like acrylic or water based lube, acrylic based. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making shit. Sure, man. They they'd probably be onto that, wouldn't they? Again, going why you got fucking lube here, man? <laughs> so because of the uh, the two year gap, the uh, the police investigation team thought it was all over because there was no no bodies were turning up. The killer they thought the killer might have died. Maybe he's just moved on. But soon enough, he returned to form and the body count increased by a further 19 victims. Now, it appeared to the police that the killer was taking increasingly mad risks because he was, he was focusing more on young boys in the latter period of his career. And the bodies were turning up in public places where the risk of detection was high. Yeah, yeah. They thought he was doing this um, because he was most likely getting thrills out of the danger from potentially being caught, but they were wrong. The reason why Chikatilo was killing in public areas is because he knew they weren't looking there. Yeah, they were, they were looking at the bus stops and stuff. Mm, you've got to remember, he volunteered yeah, marshalling yeah. the stations, man. Yeah. I wonder if they, you know, if he had like a tick book and he was like, like the Rost- Rostovog station or something like that, no one checks there. Well, why have you wrote that down there, mate? I don't know. I'm just ticking it off my list of places yeah. that I don't need to go back uh, to. Well, don't rape a murder. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No, I was, no, finding a rape or a murder. No, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the while, his murders were becoming increasingly barbaric. Uh, he was killing in, in like relatively public areas. But that had its problems because you can't, you can't leave the body at the scene because people are going to find it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So he started to chop the bodies up and carry, carry them away in pieces, like in a backpack, because it's easier to, to dispose of, of a corpse in small sections instead of one whole one. <laughs> but he loved that. Yeah. He's fucking loved that. He, that's what he fucking wants to do. It's just fucking... It's Sounds crazy. like he was pretty clever though as well. You know, I mean, he was obviously a yeah, psychopath, was. clearly a psychopath, obviously, maybe. Um, but you know, he, like you say, true uh, serial killer, killer style. He's kind of got on the people who are looking for him side and and figuring out ways to get around shit. Yeah, he infiltrated almost, didn't he? It's like Bundy being a rape counselor. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Of course. They've got a good way. It's like, should we just take the piss a bit? Yeah. That's what it's like, isn't it? So fuck it, I'll join them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it, yeah. Like we said, 56, he had 56 known victims, and we can't cover them all because, you know, it's fucking 56 of them. Yeah, it's fucking loads. But here's a brief description of a few, mm-hmm. just to... Uh, just so you know what kind of fucking nuts shit was going down. On March the 1st, 1989, Chikatilo killed a 16-year-old um, girl called Tatiana Reichhova. Mm. What's she do, Rob? Um, I don't know. Reichhova. Mm. I think she's a part of um, the... the um, uh, Sounds like an astronomer to me. Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Tricky one. Maybe she's just a loser. <laughs> well, fucking hell. Sorry, Bab. Didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he actually killed her in his sister's house. Right. So he's like, because he's killing in increasingly more mad fucking areas. Um, he he stabbed her, killing her, mutilated her body, and then cut her head off. Now, because the killing was was in like a residence and not out in the woods, he struggled to. To dispose of the body, um, you know, I mean, neighbours might see you carrying a corpse out. That, you know, they're going to pay attention to that sort of shit. So he, um, so he, he cut off her arms and legs after he cut off her head off with a chi- with a uh, kitchen knife. Mm. 
apparently ejaculating over her remains, and then he hid her chopped up body in the sewers because he just he couldn't fucking he didn't need somewhere to put it. It's like a bit of a Dennis Nielsen there. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Store it in the sewer. That would do. <laughs> it's crazy. Mate, this next one shows how casual he was about killing. In 1989, whilst on his way to his dad's birthday party, he killed a 19-year-old woman called Yelena Vargar. It was, fuck, mate, it was gross. He cut a uterus out and sliced off her face. Fuck. It's horrible, mate. The police asked him why he was he was removing parts, especially the uterus. They said, why, why are you sort of, why are you fixated on, on, yeah, di- what's, on what's doing that? that? Yeah, yeah. And he told them, Quite calmly, I like to nibble on them because they were so pink and springy. He used it basically like chewing gum. So you know you said about Ed Gein making a nipple belt? Yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. He was walking around with like Wrigley's uterus gum in his fucking mouth. What the fuck? It's fucking... Mate, he recounted the murder of an an identified victim, describing how he um, he tied this. It was a female. He doesn't know who she was. She's probably a vagrant of some description because they couldn't even identify her. But, um, yeah, he said he uh, he, he tied this this woman up, again, like, shoving dirt and soil and shit into her mouth to, to muffle the screen. He chewed her nose off her face while she was still alive. And then he just basically sliced the front part of her body open and bludgeoned her to death with a slab. What? Do you know what I mean? This man, this man's don't fuck around, does he? He's fucking. I mean, what can you say about that? Do you think he knows what he's going to do b- before he does it? Do you reckon he goes today? I think oh, you know at the time just before. Does he go right? I've got her into the woods. I think I'm going to bite her nose off and cut her open and. Beat with a, with something which is close or whatever. Or do you reckon he just he just like 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 a demon thing where he just one beats? I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Just gonna fucking do anything I want. He just um, I suppose he just goes where where his emotions carry him. I suppose he castrated a fifteen year old boy with his teeth, mate. Bit his cock and balls off before stabbing him in the eyes. He also chewed off his tongue. Fuck me. Well, have you seen any of the pictures of the body? Why well, I I, ha- I just they they do come up in in the research, but I uh, I don't. It's like I mean, words are pretty pretty fucking hardcore to read. Mm. The pictures are just like I don't know, man. I can't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Mate, he fucking knew how to make you scream. He did that to a lot to a lot of lads, but you know, castrating them with his teeth. And I think that's something harking back to his to his impotence. He's like, if I if my dick doesn't work. I don't want I don't want your dick to fucking work. Yeah. A, a female called Lamidia Alexeyeva uh, was slashed thirty nine times before before our man Andre mutilated and disemboweled her. When she was found, her top lip and finger had been pushed inside her mouth. Huh. <laughs> it's it's fucking shocking, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> you turn it to each one and you go, what fucking hell, what, what's happened this time? You know what I mean? What what kind of complete carnage we're walking into yeah. this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said when he when he killed boys, he'd fantasise that they were prisoners and he was the hero. I mean, he was so violent. In one attack, um, I think it was on a 12-year-old boy, um, he, he, was, he was in such a frenzy, stabbing so violently, that he snapped a knife. He what? S- I know. How, I mean... Unless it was a shit fucking knife, and even if it was a shit knife, skin's fucking. 
I mean, how do you yeah. snap a fucking know, blade? That's, that's going for it, isn't it? That is. He also said that the uh, the rush was so intense for him. He, he once bit a bit the nipple off a young of a young girl uh, and swallowed it, which caused him to spontaneously ejaculate. Fucking that's man. how that's how he's getting off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chewing people's nose off is fucking makes him come. That's fucking yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he'd stopped, he would have got away with it. That's the that's the thing that's fucking scary. Yeah. So what we'll do is, I mean, we're breezing past a hell of a lot here. There's a lot of people that yeah, of course, there's like the fucking bully. Six or fifty-seven, wasn't there or something like that? So, but, but if we move, that he's admitted to. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's probably going to be a lot more than that. Exactly, there's probably a hell of a lot more. But if we move on to his fu- his final murder, which happened in the um, in the summer of 1990, now this is during the massive police investigation. A ticket attendant at a station told the fuzz that he'd seen Chikatilo with um, one of the young girls that had actually turned up dead. Now, he didn't know that Chikatilo was the murderer. He mm. was just telling the police the details of what he saw. Yeah, saying yeah. He, was like, he said he'd seen him multiple times talking to young people. And was it of any po- importance to them? And yeah, they were yeah. like, yep, um, ski, yep, yep. we'll have that. Yeah. He gave a visual description to the, to the coppers and it matched Chikatilo. Uh, so now the police have a very good idea what he looked like. Because they mm. still hadn't pinned, even though they had him in prison, they, they still didn't. Hadn't yeah. pinned it back to that, and his his time was drawing to a close. His career was, you know, the curtains were coming down. Yeah, he was getting close to retirement. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, swan song time. So it was November the sixth, nineteen ninety. Twelve years into his epic biblical rampage, he killed for the last time, and the victim was a poor a poor woman, twenty two year old Svetlana Koro Stitch, mm-hmm. I think. Um, sorry for fucking your name, at Bab. She was lured into the woods where Chikatilo murdered and mutilated her, stabbing her, disemboweling her, biting off her tits, literally chewing on a uterus. We all know the fucking drill by now. We don't need to go into it. After leaving the scene, was travelling back to the station with his fucking murder bag in his hand. He stopped at a well to wash the blood and and shit off his fucking face. Picture what that looked like to a fucking crazy guy coming out of the fucking woods. Yeah. Now, little did he know, whilst he was doing that, he was being observed by an undercover police officer who was right. staking out the stations. Yep. Chikatilo had blood on his cheeks, he had it on his ear, and he also had a bandage on his right hand, and he was sweating as if he'd just been, like, for a Going fucking... Nuts. Ru- yeah, yeah, been for a run or something like that. Being on a stabbing spree. <laughs> yeah, he'd been you on You've been f- on a stabbing spree, mate. You look like you're sweating like you've been on a stabbing spree. High five. Uh, his clothes were dirty, and he was just acting, like, fucking well dodgy. Yeah, yeah. On the edge, basically. And the policeman stopped him and was like, uh, let's see your papers, fuckface. Uh, so he did. Got his papers out. They're cool. No problems there. His ID was sound. And the officer wanted to bring him in for questioning, but he, he didn't really have any reason. If the officer had asked Chikatilo to open his briefcase, he would have found both of Svetlana's tits inside. Her boobs were in his briefcase. What? It's only in Russia can you talk to an undercover police officer whilst washing blood from someone you've just killed off your face, carrying a couple of seven tits in a briefcase, and not get arrested. You must think you must be thinking at this point. I can do what I want. Yeah, man. Might as well stab him in front of him. Go take him to the police station. Walk in and go. Hang on, watch this. Stab, 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 stab. Jackalate and walk out and go. That weren't me. All right. Fuck me. Russia's savage, isn't it? Yeah. A few days later, her body was was obviously found very, very close to where the the police officer had spoke to Chikatilo. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
um, because he requested his ID, the police knew who he was. Yeah. And they were like, that guy was acting shifty. And Cleaning blood off his face. And there's a dead body Shifty. Surely he would have arrested I think, him. I anyway. think he had some tits in his bag. I'm not too sure, but possibly. So thinking they were drawing close, uh, Chikatilo was put under like fucking next level heavy surveillance. They were filming him as, as he moved around Rostov. And what's really interesting is you can see the footage. Yeah, they've got it. Yeah, yeah. Everything was caught, man. Now, remember I said he had a bandage on his hand when yeah, he was yeah. at that well. Well, it, well, with the police watching, on the 20th of November 1990, Chikatilo left work to go and have an x-ray on his finger. Turns out one of his victims was, um, I think it was a 16-year-old uh, handicapped lad, fought back, mm. but he was, he was a strong lad, so he fucked him up a bit. Yeah, yeah. He fought back proper, good on him. And um, it turns out the injury on, on Chikatilo's hand was a from a human bite. Right, he just okay. bit into his hand. Yeah, they continued filming him talking to young women and children as he wandered around town. And later that day, he was arrested when he was going to buy some beer. He didn't drink beer, by the way. Oh right, okay. Tea total. It's obviously some sort of. He was buying the beer as a yeah, come and have a have a pint in the woods or something. Yeah, it's going to have a drink in the woods. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking. You know what I mean? Just trying to bribe some poor alcoholic. So when they got him. Like I say, it's all filmed. You can see it. It's fucking crazy. He, he didn't resist the arrest, and he just went calm and quiet. And uh, at first, he, he said nothing, even in the face of fucking overwhelming evidence. Yeah. He just kept his mouth shut. He knew that they needed a confession. The police didn't have to wait long because they put like a lot of intense pressure on him. And he, he confessed to the first murder when he was told that a a dude was, was executed wrongly for it. Um, I don't think he felt remorse. I mean, I don't know. He might have felt remorse and felt like saying, nah, he didn't do it. I did it. Or, or did he... Was he boasting? Yeah. Yeah. Taking a limelight off him. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, he started to reveal even more when psychologists started interviewing him. They said, because the police weren't getting anywhere. They yeah. knew he was, he was fucking the culprit, but he wasn't getting anything. But the psychologists, when they spoke to him, they said, um, we're... We're interested in you for scientific research purposes. And he was like, ooh, yeah. I'm fucking important now. And he began to talk. Um, and some of the shit that fucking came out of him is... I mean, he said he enjoyed the cries of his victims as they screamed out for help. He loved the blood, the pain, and the terror. Like we said, he, like, he'd bite nipples off and, and chew dicks off and shit. Sometimes eating them whilst in the process of killing the person. Other times he would just like chew them up like he'd rip a nipple off and, and just walk around chewing it and then spit it on the floor like like fucking chewing gum he also confessed that he'd drink blood I mean I can't imagine being slowly stabbed to death looking up at a dude who's got my cock in his mouth you know what I mean yeah covered in blood it's just too hardcore it's, it, it didn't seem real does it I mean just it, 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 I, I, I struggled with it I was like it, really yeah it's Poor bastards. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fucking. The terror they must have been going through. I know, yeah. Uh, they had to keep him in a um, a special cell when they'd got him in, in inside to keep him away from other inmates because obviously they wanted to kill the fuck out of him. Yeah, because they always want to kill the, the main geezer, don't they? The one who's done the more horrific crime. It's like a weird thing, isn't it, they? And also, some of the prison staff, like manning the cells, were, vi- were family members of victims... So that like they wanted to fucking kill him yeah, as well. Yeah. That's he had like real mad special attention to keep him 
to keep him safe. Yeah. As part of the evidence gathering exercise, they asked him to recreate the killings on location wherever it happened. And mm. they even gave him like a fucking small child sized dummy and a faint knife to fucking to fucking stab at, you know what I mean? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He led them to sites where victims were buried that they hadn't even they didn't know about. And it was all filmed. Like, yeah, there's so one that's like, like we didn't even know about this one, yeah. There's like a graveyard scene where he's like leading them through this really creepy, because it's all filmed on like VHS cameras and it's like, it's like Blair Witch yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's an actual mad geezer there who's fucking at people's tits off. Yeah, yeah. And he's going through the undergrowth going, ah, if you dig that, they move the dirt and there's like a fucking, a, a trainer sticking out and he's like, oh yeah, there she is. Well, not in English, obviously, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't even look, it doesn't look real. No, but it doesn't, it's... He's fucking. You can see in the footage, like he'd he'd show how he'd stab people from specific angles, so the blood didn't spray on himself. He did this because, um, like, when he was in public, you know, a blood-soaked dude walking about, yeah, isn't a good thing. Yeah, it's gonna get attention yeah. in it. So the trial, when he went to trial, it was equally as insane as he was. He was charged with fifty-three murders, but actually confessed to fifty-six. So <laughs> right. like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. They put him in a cage for his own protection. They shaved his head to keep um, head lice under control. So that kind of gives you an insight as to um, how shitty he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looked like a wild madman. He was breathing heavily. Eyes were darting around the fucking court. And you could see his chest. He was heaving. I don't know if he was panicking or was just... Yeah, it might have been a bit of panic and a bit of like... Like excitement as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think excitement and panic probably the line blurred with him. Mm. The, the police sat. Um, they, I don't know why, but they sat in a, literally a matter of feet away from the families of some of the victims who were obviously in court. And it's quite disturbing if you watch it on YouTube because you can see him locked up, batshit crazy. Whilst victims of of like the family, you know, family member victims are. You can hear him in the background screaming and wailing. It's like a horror movie. And he's laughing, isn't he, as well, at some parts. He's just laughing. It's like... Yeah. It's just fucking nuts. The way they their screams like echo around that courtroom is, is terrifying. And Mate, the police were holding them back. They um they, they knew the grisly details of what he did, and they were hearing it in court, and they just... It was like a mob rule. They just wanted to kill him. They were screaming at him to be let out. All the while, he's sitting there, handcuffed, panting like a fucking wild dog, watching everything unfold. TV crews were filming. Press were there. It's fucking nuts. And to add to his apparent madness, he's in a cage wearing a fucking Olympic Games top. Mm. Now, Kim Jong-Mead the first, she asked why he... Uh, why he was wearing a, an Olympic top. Right, yeah. And it, it, I, I couldn't really... The reason, the only reason I could find was that um, that's all the police had to dress him in. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah. So just Literally like, just like lost property. There you go. Fucking put this in. I'm this sure the Olympics... The and the executed. That's what they should have done. Given the T-shirt, the geezer that was, it, he was accused of yeah. murdering, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. I'm sure the Olympic Games people are really happy that... Yeah, yeah, they think, <laughs> yeah. New sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Andre Chikatilo. <laughs> the Mexican striker. Yeah. There's no point spending a shitload on the, time, on the trial because um, we all know he fucking... He did it. Yeah. Uh, on the first day in court, though, he gave a, a mad two-hour rambling statement trying to prove he was innocent and avoid the death penalty. It's not going to work, mate. Yeah. You're fucked. Um, he was trying to claim insanity. and, and uh, Like, obviously, insanity is can, can the person tell the difference between right and wrong? And the psychologist was saying that he's he's perfectly sane. 
He's just, just an evil cunt. Yeah, he's just really evil. Also, on day one of the uh, of the trial, he pulled a porn mag out of his pocket and waved it at the cameras. He was refusing to answer questions, and he started to shout over the judge to like try and display power and disdain of court. He just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Could that have been a ploy to try and make him look like he's actually insane, though? Yes. Do you I know what I mean? To try and get away with it that way? Yeah, I think I think um, I think you're hundred percent correct. Because he's obviously obviously quite clever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was checking shit out before and doing all that. So maybe he was a teacher. To, to try and make his pledge of being insane come true, he's got porn mag and he's screaming <laughs> over. The, you know, what I mean? trying to make himself look insane in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't having that, and they um, beat the fuck out of him Good. And, and dragged him back to his prison cell. A few days later, at another hearing, the trial was um, was it delayed again? I think for a couple of days. When somebody in the audience poured a kilo of liquid mercury onto the court floor, what? I know. What, why are you doing that? I'd be like, hang on, what's this? <laughs> Throw it at his face? Why are you pouring that? I don't understand. I'd be like, what, what was that about? No re- no reason was, I mean, I couldn't find yeah, a reason yeah. why they did it. A kilo of liquid mercury? be like, I, I don't know, is this some sort of like weird, like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? You've got a geezer in a cage wearing an Olympic Games top. It, yeah. You're pouring liquid mercury on the floor. I don't know what I walked into. If I walked into that room and that was going on, I'd go, right, he's obviously getting done. Right, everyone's crying around, and then I'd be like, "Why is that person pouring liquid liquid mercury on the floor? That doesn't make any sense to the situation I'm in." What's going to happen next? Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't know what's going to happen. He said a lifetime of sexual frustration from chronic impotence had, dr- had driven him to murder. And I was like, "Nah, dude." There's loads of dudes that mm. can't get a stiffy. Yeah, they don't go around murdering people. They're not eating nipples every day. You know what I mean? No. The trial lasted six months. All the while, he tried to make out that he was the victim of his bodily failings. He said it wasn't his fault. His actions were a product of a, of a biological issue and it wasn't a conscious sort of endeavour or his actions were not his own. He said he was taken over and often you could see him in court. He'd be sitting there shaking, trembling, and then he'd just lash out at guards. He was completely out of control. The press called him a maniac. Uh, he'd stand up in court and, and just sing randomly just to piss people off, and then talk nonsense. He claimed he was pregnant at one point and said he was lactating. I was like, what the fuck is happening? That's him trying to say he's insane all the way through it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He blamed the... It doesn't matter if he's insane or not, get rid of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't... He's insane, he's murdering loads of people, get rid of him. Yeah, it doesn't matter what... whether It doesn't matter why you did it or what... You're just... He's, not, he's never going to be okay. He has to be locked away forever or murdered or something because mm. he's just going to try and do it again. He blamed the Communist Party. He blamed Stalin's family, fa- uh, famine, in the, um, which we mentioned in the in the first episode. Yeah. He blamed his parents. He blamed cannibalism. He blamed his upbringing. He blamed water on the brain, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the first episode again. Uh, he's probably correct there, actually. Um that did destroy him, uh, his brain, but... Mm, he was fully functional. He was, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, I think he's just clutching at straws and they just mm. going for everything. Yeah. He could have been a victim of like a horrendous upbringing. I'm sure that had yeah, something to but do with it. Yeah, his well, brother yeah. was eaten by his neighbour. But, you know, to to murder 56 people in the way he done, it's no real excuse for that, is there? You know what I mean? Oh, no. No, no, no. There's nothing you can Surely say. Surely if you've gone through a bad time, the last thing you want is to to inflict the, what badness you had like on someone else. Yeah, if you if you but get tenfold. Yeah, if you, you know if you mean? have something bad happen to you, you want to I never want it to w- want it to happen to anyone. Yeah, you want to try and like make other people's lives as 
happy as you can. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do this. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to replicate how you felt. Mm. You want them to feel good. But anyway, the court disagreed. They said he, he wasn't clinically insane. Uh, he was just a horrible person mm. who, uh, who enjoyed causing fucking hideous mi- misery. They said he was a very cunning person, obviously. He was. You know, watching news coverage and figuring out where he could and couldn't kill. The psychologist said that he was an immensely sick person acting against his will. Now, that confused me because they said he wasn't insane. But if yeah. he was an immensely sick person acting against his will, that kind of... Says that he is, yeah. I mean, that's the definition of it. You know then, what I mean? Yeah. And also, man, I, th- that might have been the case in the first... He might have been acting against... You know, He might have been trying to hold it together for the first few murders because of the gaps in between when they were killed. But once he killed that third victim and then went nuts, he c- he wasn't trying to hold it back then. No. Definitely the first few, like you say, he was. He obviously did one when... Um, he obviously f- didn't feel guilty, but obviously thought, fuck, I've got to lay low for a bit. Yeah. And then after, like you say, the third one, he was just like, I'm just... Fuck it, you know. What I mean, I haven't been caught, so I might as well just keep going. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I see it, how he thinks, and especially with after all the blood tests and all that, he thought, well, yeah, I've got to get out of jail free, can't I? Mm. Just got to make sure that I don't get caught doing it. Literally, yeah. Like that, with, that's exactly with a knife it. in the bag and like cleaning out in the well. Do not get caught doing that. He's brave walking around with that shit in a bag, wasn't he? Yeah, you know what I mean. Think of a shit, did he? As the trial progressed, he became increasingly erratic. He was changing his pleas multiple times, saying. I did it, I didn't do it, I'm pregnant, I'm a biscuit, look at my tit milk, he was he was just yeah. fucking off his shits, you know what I mean? I, I kind of like him in a way, saying that, he's, he seems funny, he seems like a laugh. It, yeah, he's it's, 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 it's trying to wind everyone up, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, no matter if he's, you know, if he's insane or whatnot, you know what I mean, and that was to try and get him off the death penalty. Now, if you're insane and you're doing shit like that, you still get a death penalty, that's how I think about it. Yeah, he was clearly be able to still get it. Yeah, he, he was clearly nuts. He said at one point during the trial, he said, "I need a translator. I need a translator. I can't. Um, I don't understand Russian," which is fucking hilarious because because Rus- he speaks Russian. He yeah. got a degree in Russian literature from yeah, yeah. Rostov University. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another yeah. delay tactic. Yeah, yeah. He got his cock out for a second time, dropping his trousers in full view of the court, waving his tackle at them and shouting. He said, look at this useless thing. What could what could I do with that? Uh, he, he's not acting like a shy man now. No, he didn't give a shit anymore. He knows he's, he's in the world of shit, isn't he? So mm-hmm. he's just trying his best just to fucking wind everyone just up. pulling every just, card yeah. out he can. Yeah, yeah. The guards gave him an absolute... Uh, proper beating for that but filling him in big style he was barred from court for a couple of days but when he was allowed back into his cage he was quite shaken and you know very very quiet what happens if you get your dick out mate yeah yeah in you Russia I mean? yeah in court in Russia you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get me dick out in court that geezer's got balls well yeah. he might not have but you know what I mean yeah, yeah it's, it's, fuck it yeah it's just madness terrible pecker I know all the girls are thinking I wonder what his cut looked like there's no point yeah, no point looking at it. Is it par- bad, is it? It's not good. No. It's not good. <laughs> I don't think he ever used it. In total, there were 222 fully handwritten case books of evidence. Now, Soviet law requested that the judge had to read every single page before casting a verdict. Oh, my fucking God, yeah. I know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Two days it took the judge to read it. Now, that's pretty fucking quick. Yeah, as you say, yeah. That's fucking hell. That's speed reading, that is. Probably didn't bother, did he? Yeah, he probably just went, yeah, I've read it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He's like, yeah, 200 and uh, it's like 111 a day. He's yeah. speaking to his mates. Going, I don't really need to read this. He's clearly fucking done it. He's clearly insane. I'll just say I've read it. I reckon he like opened the book and just went and stuck maybe his finger like, into it. Maybe read it's like that. that robot. What's that robot called? Johnny, was it Johnny 7 or Johnny 5? No, no, the ro- the robot thing on telly. I can't remember. But he used to read books like that. He used to go, yeah, that's him. Is that him? Short is circuit. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's not, that was him. Maybe that was the judge. Maybe that was the court case. <laughs> Live, real footage from the court case. <laughs> on the uh, on the last day of his trial, which was um, October the fifteenth, nineteen ninety two, the court the courtroom looked like a fucking zoo because there was shit loads of press in there, loads of because there's loads of public interest. They were all. all Bowling in, mm. Chico Chikatilo loved it. He was playing up to the screaming cla- the crowds. He, he was like, like fucking trying to act like a, yeah, an yeah. audience to them. The police decided, in their infinite wisdom, to open the the court doors and let the public in, which resulted in hundreds of people just crushing. The corridors were full. It was like a fucking celebrity. And so uh, for his swan song, he got his he got his dick out again for the mm. crowds. Yeah. Standard. He looked fucked at this point. He'd lost weight. He was trembling and staring at the floor. He also looked completely out of his fucking mind, like he was on some sort of <laughs> drug. I mean, he might yeah, yeah. well have been on a sedative of some sort. Yeah. Um, the judge tried to, re- when he was like reading out his sentence, Chikatilo was, was shouting over him, saying, I withdraw my confessions. I need to see my doctor. I need an injection. Trying to delay more and all this, yeah, yeah. And the crowd tried to mob him, and he was led away for his own safety. Now, shockingly, he was found guilty and sentenced to death. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> Fucking hell. Now, the court applauded and cheered. Uh, people were crying. He tried to take his trousers off again. Why not? Yeah, might as well, yeah, isn't it? You've done it a couple of times. You might as well keep trying. Yeah, as yeah. soon as they pull him back up, try and pull him back down. May as well. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just take him off. Yeah, yeah. If you're in a, in a cage and they can't get to you, you might as well have a shit on the floor yeah, as well, yeah, mate. Yeah, might as well. It's going to take him a, second, a like, yeah. couple of seconds to open the door. And when they try and open the door, you throw the shit in the face. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> he was rambling on about everything and nothing mm. the whole time. And on the 4th of January, 1994, this is a few a few weeks before his um his execution, he actually appealed to to Boris Yeltsin, the um the the president of Russia at the time, yeah. for leniency. Now, big Boris, for leniency. Is, I know, yeah. <laughs> Please be nice to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big Boris was obviously too pissed to to care, and he was like, "Nah, bruv. Yeah, of course. We can kill him, man." Yeah. So on February the fourteenth, nineteen ninety four, which is that's Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. See how much of a romantic I am. Yeah. The only way I know it's Valentine's Day is by researching serial killers. But he was led from his cell and taken to a, a soundproof room where a specially selected soldier... I don't know why he was specially selected. I would have fucking done it, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, he put a gun to his head behind his his right ear and just and just shot the cunt fucking dead. Well, he got away with it well, then. Yeah. 57 years old, man. That's too easy, isn't it? Just got shot in the head and that was it. Yeah. Just lights out. Just start turning a light they off, don't man. fuck around, though, the Russians, do they? No. You know what I mean? you got the Americans and, you know, with the electric chair, you know, uh, fucking injection, right? It's a bit too complicated. Russia's just like, let's just get a gun to his head. Just shoot You know him. what I mean? This has been around for, This has worked many a times. Yeah. Let's just use this method. <laughs> it's quick and easy. You know what I mean? We just sweep him up and push him into a corner. We don't have to fucking yeah. scrape him off the chair because he's melted to it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? It's not going to consume power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to consume power. It's just a little hammer thing in the gun. Bang. That's there it. We go. Dead. Yeah. Fucking tempo. Don't fuck around, do they? Before his execution, he said um, he said a few things. He said, "When I used my knife, it brought me psychological relief. I know I have to be destroyed. I was a mistake of nature." 
He then went on to say that, and now my brain shall be taken apart piece by piece and examined, so there will be no others like me. And that's quite telling, actually, because he's saying it's it's his br- it's his brain. He knows he's yeah. fucked. And they did actually look at they did look at his brain, um, and they found lesions from the um, the water on the brain, the mm. hydrocephalus. I think it was me right. trying to remember from fucking a week ago. I've drunk a lot of beer since then, so mm. probably wrong. Um, the next fact is eye opening. He showed up how fucked up uh, Russian detective work was and how how many crazy cunts must have been fucking bowling around the area at the time. Because when they were trying to catch him, they were gathering shitloads of evidence. The police solved more than a thousand previous unsolved crimes, including 95 murders and 245 rapes. The fuck? Everyone's just on the fucking rape yeah, over there. No, when there was fucking 25,000 um, suspects on <laughs> yeah. for... The full fucking at it, that's why. Every single one. The officer's probably going, yeah, there's 25,000. He's going, fuck me, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. T- talking about how he found his victims, he said, I didn't need to look for them. Every step I took, they were there. It's because you're trying to kill everyone. Yeah, just, yeah, just anyone. He said, what I did was not for sexual pleasure. Rather, it brought me some peace of mind. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Oh, I feel better now. I just feel like I can relax now. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Stabbing some cunt in the eyes and eating her tits off. And you know, oh, that's better. I can sleep better now tonight. I've done a good deed. Well, if you like, if you think about like, if that gave, if he, if he was genuinely getting sexual release from it, f- pent up frustration, it, it might well have given him peace of mind. Maybe. It might have it done. Might, yeah, if if it's if he's frustrated by it, I suppose. But like, yeah, I don't know. He's just tapped in there. You know what I mean? Ultra tapped. There's a lot of people who are tapped out there. And mm-hmm. there's lots of probably people worse than him who've been going on for probably longer than him who's still out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh <coughs> that's the, the that's the fucking that's the Mexican footballer, Andre Chikatilo, and that's yeah. the last fucking serial killer I'm doing in a while. Yeah. Butterflies next week. Butterflies, <laughs> yeah. The life of plants. How pretty they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just doing an episode. How they on, don't murder. Yeah, do an episode on stars or some shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Christ. Uh, so, Luigi Green, that's your fault. Yeah, Luigi. What are you doing? Fucking me up for two weeks. Making me think fucking crazy things. This is the thing, man. When I do, when we do like episodes, if I'm researching. Like a UFO, I, w- I walk around for the week feeling like I'm a UFO. If I fucking sometimes I feel like I'm an alien, and, and the last two weeks I've felt like a barbaric, monstrous serial ca- killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be good to uh, to not fucking to be a butterfly next week. To be not in that fucking. You're going to look line. even more insane though. If you act <laughs> like a butterfly. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the so. German for butterfly? Because butterfly sounds butterfly. Quite, It's like um, is it like Schlattenbuff or something like that? Probably. I'm sure Louise will be shouting it because she knows. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Slyke and Flee. Slyke and Flee. That's what I'm going to say. I don't even know if that's a word. It's something if, like if, if, if that can be translated into German, could someone get to back to me with that? Slyke and Flee? It's something quite like aggressive the way it's said. I, I, I think most of the shit's aggressive, isn't it? Well, the, the language is quite a... Um, I, I actually quite like the language. Yeah. It's, it's, good. Good. it's got a lot of authority Just, behind it. Yeah. So let's have a look. German... Slyke and flee, I said. Schmetterling! Oh, I wasn't too far off. There you go. Schmetterling. Whatever. So that's the episode. Let's round up because I need to fucking stop thinking about serial killers, drink some more beer, and then become a normal person for a week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, robots for eyes just type that in google it'll all prop up on there if you want to contact us on the email it's robots rise at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want a pebble from a 12th century castle what was the question uh was there a question i don't think i was gonna say take a selfie or something yeah, yeah you did that was it wasn't it yeah. yeah do that just think man you could be the proud owner of a piece of history i'll probably get fucking arrested for stealing it now yeah, it's, it's, to be honest, though, someone's probably put the stone down mm. and you just picked it up thinking it's like a part of the building, but whatever, Trevor. It's from there. Yeah, there you man. go. So we'll yeah. see you next week, then, people. Yeah. See you later, everyone. Ta-da. Have a good one.